Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Today, you get Armando and you get Kelsey, so not a recording. If you listened to our last episode last week, Kelsey put out a phenomenal Zoom conference call with her team in regards to self-sabotaging on your weight loss journey. Yeah, so if you didn't get a chance to listen to that, definitely go back, take some notes. It was full of valuable information, but you get both of us today. As we were coming up with some topics to talk about on our podcast. This topic came up because we recently went through a pretty hard situation for our life. We had a pretty hard loss of a few homes that we really wanted to purchase Mm -hmm. and we had to very quickly pick ourselves back up and get right back at it and so it kind of sparked this idea of you know what this is a great topic to talk about with others on the podcast just because it's very relatable for many different situations not just the situation we were in so that kind of sparked this idea for us today and what we're talking about today is picking yourself picking yourself up after you stumble, after you fall, because that sometimes is the hardest part to do in any kind of journey that you're putting yourself in. So we're going to give you some strategies, some tips, some ideas that you can implement, or maybe if you're in a situation now, this will help you get out of that rut that you're in. So one of the number one things, and I think Kelsey's going to, going to be able to speak really well about this, is the first step that you can do is that you need to take time to feel the pain that you're in. You need to take time to really feel out your emotions on what you're feeling, how you're feeling in that particular situation. So maybe your spouse left you, maybe you lost your job, maybe you lost the house that you were trying to get, or maybe you lost a loved one. All of those situations are, are hard. Those are, those are very like lows in our, in our lives. And when we're in those lows, we have to accept those lows and really think about how we're feeling and how it's making us feel. It's just because a lot of the times, at least for me, when I was raised, as I was raised, I was, it was very big on you fall, you get up, you keep going, you fall, you get up, you keep going. But what you don't realize that you're doing is you're not really going through those emotions and really trying to understand those feelings If you keep on doing that throughout your life, you're just building up all that toxic, all that poison inside of your your heart and your mind that eventually something's going to something's going to break and you're going to have a fall and it's going to be really bad. I think it's really important to feel the feelings for me. Armando never understood why I would tell him, you know, he something would happen and he would try to make jokes, make light of situations, try to pull me out of like the little bit of sadness that I was in. And I finally eventually had to tell him, hey, I have to feel these lows because it, it, it allows me to also feel the highs of life. I have to feel these lows because it also teaches me the lessons of, I don't want to come back here. How do I avoid this current feeling, this current state? And obviously for some situations, it's something you can't avoid. 
But I just think that for myself, in order to process things, I do have to feel those feelings. I have to get through those emotions and I have to be reminded of why I'm going to push harder next time in the situations that I do have control over, of course. Yeah, even another example that I was that I found out too, even boxers in the boxing ring, when they go down, when they get hit hard, they go down, they have an eight second count that they have eight seconds to to readjust, reevaluate, figure out what just happened and get themselves back on check before they can start fighting again. That's why when you watch those boxing matches, you see them take so long to kind of get back in the groove of things. And that's what we have to do. You when you fall, when you have that stumble, reevaluate where you're at, think of that, feel those emotions, and then you're ready to go on to the next step. Which the next step is accept the things you don't have control over, which is probably one of the most difficult things that hard. that we have to confront. Just because as humans, we want to be able to control everything. We want to control every aspect in our lives. But we have to realize that we don't, we can't, and we're not going to be ever able to control every single thing in our lives that comes across us. So being able to sit down and realize after you've sat in those emotions and think through what don't I have control over and learn to let those go as difficult as it is, learn from those situations so that way it doesn't happen again and you don't stumble it over, stumble over it again. Yeah, I always tell my clients is control the controllables. We don't have control over everything. You know, for example, if you're going to have an outdoor wedding, for example, you can't control the weather, but you can plan for what if there's scattered clouds? Maybe I'll have some tents for my guests, right? That's what we have control over. We can't control the weather. We can't control other people, but we can plan for some of these things. And that is literally all we can do. All we can do at the end of the day is say, did I do everything in my power And if you did, you have to be willing to say that was enough and walk away from that situation with your head held high because you controlled what you had control over. Yeah. And when you learn to accept that all that happened, that is when you can, that is when you're able to let that stuff go and you'll be able to move on to the next step. The next step. So number three, and this is a really important one is through this process of emotion of finding going through your emotions accepting the things that you don't have control over you're going to get to a point where you start blaming yourself you're going to start blaming yourself well i lost my job because of me or my spouse left me because of me or my business was not successful because of me you're going to get in a vicious cycle of blaming yourself and feeling sorry for yourself and you don't want to do that that's where going back to ex- figuring out what exactly happened because a lot of those times it wasn't us it's not us that did it maybe we had a small part of it but it wasn't entirely our fault for why things fell or why things happened the way that they happened yeah i think in this example i think of the house that we missed out on we definitely went through this process we went through the whole wow we really messed up we shouldn't have you know maybe we should have known better we should have asked more questions in regards to this and i won't kind of tell the whole story of what happened with the two houses that fell through but we definitely went through the blame game but i'll tell you what now that we're out of that we recently found something out about the whole process that made us go, wow, 
you know what? It just wasn't meant to be. We didn't do anything wrong. There was nothing that we, you know, were, we could have known. Yeah. We didn't have control over the situation, but we still tried to blame ourselves. Mm -hmm. But at the end of it, it just wasn't meant to be. And, and now we know that now that we're out of that, but sometimes when you're in the moment, it's such a hard thing to accept. It's hard to look at it, evaluate it with a with a clear head, depending on the situation, right? Like if you're going through a bad breakup, it's so hard to be rational because so many emotions are involved. I mean, with anything really, I mean, we had emotions involved and we were, we lost a house, you know, it wasn't even a person. It wasn't anything. This was a material thing, mm-hmm. but we had envisioned our family doing things in this house. We envisioned, you know, we had already moved in in our minds. Yeah. We had envisioned like having friends over and like we had started making memories in this home already. And that was even hard. So when you're in the heat of things, this can be so difficult, but you have to realize, Hey, what did, what role did I play in this so that I can learn from this and take this as an opportunity, opportunity to grow, but also what was out of my hands? What did I not have control over? What, what isn't my fault that this could have been caused by and accepting that? Yeah. And, and through this process, you have to be kind to yourself. You're going to look at yourself and be like, you're so dumb. You, you might even shame yourself for, the, for what has happened, but you can't do that. You can't shame yourself. You have to be kind to yourself. At the end of the day, you have to remember that you're not the only one that's ever gone through this. You're not the only one that's in this situation. So look at those people that have possibly been in the same situation that you're in now and see what they did. What did they do to get out of the situation? What did they do to get out of that mindset that they were in? You have to immerse yourself in being positive. You have to immerse yourself in being around positive people and talking to people and leaning on people that have possibly gone through the same situations that you're going through. Because if you sit in here too long, you're going to get into a depressive state. You're just going to make more trouble for yourself and it's going to be more difficult. So surround yourself, be kind to your, surround yourself with people that are positive, be kind to yourself and forgive yourself through this process. When you learn to do that, you'll be able to slowly get yourself back up and get yourself back on the right direction. Yeah. You'll learn to bounce back a little bit better if you're able to give yourself grace in these situations. All right. So number four. So say you are your the low that you're feeling right now is possibly a business that you started. Maybe you're so deep in debt. Maybe uh, you you're behind on your rent, or it's a fitness journey and you've really fallen off the wagon, or you're looking for a new job and you're having the hardest time. Whatever that whatever the case may be in that particular situation that you, that has put you in this low, stumbled over state reevaluate that goal and maybe you might have to redefine your goal you maybe you have to look at it again and be like okay what did i learn from this process that i'm going through what can i change differently what didn't i have control over and what can i do differently going forward so this doesn't happen again when you reevaluate your goals and you look at your goals again you kind of that whole keep your eye on the prize that's going to help you pick yourself up from that low situation that you're in. That's going to help motivate you to get back up and keep going. Give you something to look forward to. Something our minds, especially, you know, after a hard breakup, for example, I always recommend 
find something to keep your mind busy because you will just spin your wheels. You will just sink further in that hole. You know, in our situation of of the house, it was, gosh, should we even be looking? We were having conversations of, well, Armando made a comment, you know, what if we we even just wait till the fall, you know, cause if you guys don't know the housing market right now, it is an absolute mess. It is so competitive. Homes are selling for 25,000 over asking price. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a nightmare. It's honestly. a dog eat dog world right now. And so we were getting to that point where we were, you know, blaming ourselves and saying like, should we just wait? Are we ready for this? Did we jump in too quick? No, we had to stop and say, no, you know what? We are, we are capable. We are qualified. We did nothing wrong. We have to just pick ourselves back up and get after this again. We learned from it. We created a plan and we got back out there and we were patient. And now the home that we are about to close on is 10 times better than that home that we missed out on. And it's just, it just goes to prove that you have to pick yourself back up, readjust the sales and get right back out there because though though we need to feel the feelings, we also need to learn how to readjust the sales when that's needed. Life is not always linear. It's just not going to work that way as much as we want it to. It never, never does. There's going to be bumps. There's going to be bruises. You need to plan for them. Those are just speed bumps. Don't let that speed bump turn into a mountain that stops you from continuing your pursuit. Yeah. And then also, I just wanted to add also, if you reevaluate, you did everything, but you're like, I didn't do anything wrong, then what you, and you still failed, then you need to focus on the future. Because you're just going to keep on going in circles. Like Kelsey was saying, you're going to be in a vicious cycle. If you're like, I did everything right. I did everything that I was supposed to do. I wrote my goals down. I did everything, but I still failed. That At that point, you need to fo- re- readjust, refocus. And like you, like you, like Kelsey said, it's not a linear line. It's not going to be a straight A to B line. You're going to have to readjust and then focus back on the future. Keep your eye on the prize because that's what's going to keep you going. All right. And number five this one goes in, this one goes hand in hand with number four is you want to map those goals out. So once you've sat down, you figured out what's going on, you've got your emotions on check, you've got your vision back vision going again, map those goals out. Write the stuff down that that went wrong last time. Write those issues down so that way you're they're fresh in your mind and you don't and you don't do that same mistake again. And then write look at your goals, write out your goals again and make a clear plan. Readjust from your previous plan what you did and didn't do and make that new plan your new focus and your new goal because that's what's going to drive you and keep you going and that's the last step that it's going to take to get you going on the right direction yeah you have to have a clear plan to execute on if we don't have a plan human nature is if we don't if we are overwhelmed we do nothing And that's not going to get you any closer to your goal, whether it be, okay, I'm back out there looking for a new job or I'm back on my weight loss journey or I'm back in the dating scene. You have to create a clear plan for yourself because when you have that clear plan, you are way more likely to execute on that plan and follow through with it. Whereas if you're looking at all of these things, 
you're like, wow, I'm really overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. So I'm just going to do nothing. And then you're just going to sit there and spin your wheels and complain about not getting to your goal, but you're actually not doing anything to get closer to your goal. So you have to create that clear plan. And I just want to leave you with some final thoughts. Uh, This is some of the research that I did that I found really valuable and kind of something that's easy to take away and easy to implement, just some easy quotes. So without downs in your life, how do you know that you're going up? How do you know that you're getting better or getting more, being more successful? What, however you define success, we all define it differently. You will stumble, you will trip and you will fall, but that's how you know that you're getting better is when you have those stumbles, because then you're going to get further ahead in life. Walt Disney had a great quote. Everyone falls down. Getting back up is how you learn to walk. And that's so true. That's how you learn. You learn from those mistakes and you make sure that it doesn't happen again and you keep on going. And then I want to leave you with the last quote from Wally Amos. I mean, you may not be responsible for getting knocked down, but you're certainly responsible for getting back up. It all falls back on us. We are responsible for how our life turns out. We are responsible for what goals we achieve and what goals we don't achieve. So we have to take responsibility for when we fall to get ourselves back up. Because regardless of what it is, maybe it's not just yourself. Maybe you have your family. Maybe you have your kids. You're a prime example for them. You learn the best and the most when you fall down. Those lows, those are are the times that you'll be most successful. Those are opportunities for growth, in my opinion. When we fall down, we feel like it sets us so much further back. But that's just more space for you to learn to make getting to the top that much more rewarding. And I think I always think of that saying of when a child is learning how to walk, they don't fall down and just say, oh, maybe this walking thing isn't for me mm-hmm. and not walk. No, they keep getting back up. And how come we lose that resilience the further we get in life? I think it's because we know that we can take an easier route, whereas a child doesn't know the difference. They don't know their limitations. No, but remove those limitations. You don't have those limitations. Just think of it that there is no other way than me hitting this goal. That is my only option. You know, when you think of extremely successful people, those people have failed more than the people who aren't doing big things in this world. The people who are on top have failed time and time again. They have failed forward. They have failed their way to success. It's the people that are not trying that aren't failing. You want to fail because that means you've taken opportunities, you've challenged yourself, and you're reaching goals. If you're not failing, you're not you're not doing anything. And you don't want to not do anything. We want to be growing, we want to be learning, we want to be pushing for these goals. And so failure should not be seeked out, but it should be part of what we expect because that means that you're trying and you should always be looking to try and grow in my opinion. Yeah. So that's all we have for you today. This is short and sweet. We just wanted to get this out there for any of you that needed to hear this. I hope this brought that light that you're looking for. I hope this brought those tips that you needed and I hope that you implement this. We appreciate your time that you spend with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get the latest 
and greatest podcast updates. And we appreciate any feedback that you leave for us. Don't forget to make some comments on our podcast. And we appreciate everything that you do. So with that, we will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondoferius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.